So you thought STEM only stood for science, technology, engineering, and math? What about stereotype threats or race motivation? When Dr. Shananwa Tood realized there were not many other women of color in her scientific fields of study, she not only determined to be a role model, but also to connect with other accomplished black women. Welcome to the Science Sisters podcast, the resulting show that allows you to step into the lives of some of these women for a day. All right, so today's episode, I felt it was really important to take a step back and look at what you have to take into consideration before choosing exactly which area in science, technology, engineering, or math you're actually going to go into. I think that there's sometimes there's people who are so good at different things, they actually haven't made a final decision. And so I'm going to let you know about what I think is the number one resource that helped me to get a really good look at all of this information for myself. Also, I'll share that with you. And then some really just practical steps as to how to go about doing this if you haven't already or you're in a place where you're unsure you actually made the right decision or you're just you're just uh, keeping your, your options open. So the first thing I just want to make sure that is really clear is that one thing that's going to help you when you're going through this entire process, choosing a specific area that you want to focus on in terms of a job or a career, is actually that we live in a day and age where so much has changed from what it used to be. And it is an absolute requirement for you to have what is known as a, a flexible or an open mindset in a, as opposed to a fixed mindset. So just in case you haven't heard about this before. So fixed mindset is basically going into work as a doctor for 40 years and I'm going to retire when I'm 65 and that's like an example. Um, very close to home because that's that's kind of what, for me, 40 years is really a long time. So I'd never really planned to be in medicine for 40 years. But for me, 10 years, I did consider, hey, 10 years in medicine and then, you know, I'm going to look into doing some other things. But for some people, it's they're still in the mindset of, uh, you have to go into one area and stay in there. And I'm bringing this up now because we've seen and we've heard examples from women who have been in some different areas. And there's some things that came into the picture that they hadn't necessarily planned on. And if you allow for yourself flexibility in your career planning, it can actually open doors to for you finding areas where you're actually a really great fit and you're able to excel in a tremendous way and so there's there's lots of different things that they're that are going through my head I want to make sure that I cover but this this is the primary thing think of the career as not necessarily a road with just a straight line from one destination to another, but more like a road trip where you may go south for a little while, you make a stop, you go north, and then you go east, 
and then you go back north, then you go west again. And so you're just you're taking different stops along and figuring out things and how they go. What some people are able to do at the very beginning is just identify that they're really good at something and then stick with it and go with it. Other people, and this is this is really scenario for myself, find out that they're really good at something and they're interested in it and so they try to pursue it, but that may actually not be the best fit for them. So in my case, uh, like with some other people, you hear from people that you're really good in a certain area because you're able to academically get the grades needed in that area and people think it's going to be a great career path and what have you. So for me, really good at sciences. I actually left my computer classes so that I could go into do more sciences so that I could get more exams and have better grades and like that's a decision that I made. Honestly though I really feel that I would have been excellent with computers especially if there was something to do with uh, design and then actually one of my brothers is in that area and he does design and computers and I know that I would have been really good at that. So there's there's an issue when you're good at so many things, but you're trying to decide, okay, which one do I go for? So in this scenario, I actually went for the medical route. So I was pretty focused on that and just always uh, next thing, obstacle, no worry, jump over it, through it, pass, and whatever. And that will be fine for some people but I'm just giving you an example for people who are not necessarily just only have one thing but they have multiple things that they're good at. So in this scenario there's there's things that have come across my path that I did not take into consideration because I was so focused on making sure that I do things one way and where that led me was to a place where I didn't feel confident about my my decision anymore because I really wasn't making any progress professionally and then I was also didn't even realize it but I was unhealthy because of the work and the effort that I was putting into it without taking care of myself the way I needed to so right now the, the work that I'm doing I'm still putting in lots of hours in it but actually my mind is clear my body is healthier and so that then leaves me feeling happier at the end of the day so then how did I go from working really hard and striving and only focusing on one thing to now having a more open mindset and seeing that there are different options and opportunities available I can still have the science and I can have other things too and actually do something that I'm even better at than I thought I would have been in another scenario. Okay, so tool that I mentioned is really has, that just changed the way that I was able to think about and look at some things. I'm, I'm definitely going to mention that in a minute, but, or maybe more than a minute, but before that, so again, so this is, Think about it as there's it's transitions, the, the road may not be as straightforward as you thought. You, you may have to deal with some uncertainty before you're able to figure things out. But that is okay, and you're not the only person that goes through that. But trying to help you to get to a place where you can understand where 
a good fit is, a better fit, and perhaps your best fit is. That's that's the goal for today. Thinking about different parts of a decision process when you're going through and exploring what career it is you're going to be going into, you really have to take really good inventory of yourself. And so this self-assessment is what are your skills, what do you, what do you value, what are your interests. These are very important because there are some jobs that you might be really good at in terms of technicalities, but they don't line up with your values. And for me, that is a huge difference in why one career makes a better fit for me than another because I enjoy traveling and time freedom. And so working from home or working from the computer, working online is a better fit for me than clocking at this time and clock out at that time. That's just, that's one thing that I had to take into consideration for myself. And you know, after you go through this tool, you'll be able to see that there are some things that you can take a, a take into account and decide whether or not they would be a good fit for you. Some interests that you have, your personality, your learning style, what are your preferences in terms of work hours or location, what is your style of leadership, have you developed those leadership skills yet, or do you have some natural tendencies, areas that you're good at, or are there other things you need to work on. The tool that I mentioned that really just made a huge difference for me is called a My IDP, and I'm actually going to share with you like my personal results from this. You can understand perhaps a little bit like what this means and how this looks practically for me as an individual and how it might turn out for you or things that you might need to keep into to take into consideration. I'm going to share that link but just in case you can't see in your description it's going to be my IDP those are the letters IDP myidp.sciencecareers.org and so I signed up on this side, took an exam that just helped me to organize some things in terms of what I'm good at and what I'm interested in. So then it gave me a huge list of not necessarily jobs, but areas or careers that are paths that I could take. And so it orders them in from the top, your skills match has a percentage, you have an interest match with a percentage as well, and then uh, you also consider your value. So these are just things that they, they couldn't necessarily put into a quiz and organize for you, so you have to take that into consideration. For me, the first area was support of science-related products. This could have been technical support specialist, a field application specialist, production or product development scientist, or engineer. And so this was a huge skills match um, for me at 82%. I actually didn't have anything else that skill matched. Oh, I did. I had a couple of other things that skill matched at like 81 or 82%. But my interest match was really high on this one. And so they put it at the top. So my interest match was a 75% on this one. Um, then we have science education for non-scientists. And so that's education or public outreach specialists such as a science museum or a scientific society. 
and my skills match again high at 78% and interest at 77%. So higher interest match for that one, but a lower skills match and you know the algorithm decided to order it that way for me because it put the skills match first and then the interest match. Now for for this, it's actually, this is funny because I actually was in a science communication fellowship, which is part of what this project um, was birthed out of. So science and education is, is definitely something that I feel strongly we should have in society and I want to be a part of. Uh, so then the next one for me is sales and marketing of science-related products. High skills match at 81%, interest match again re relatively compared to the rest is high at 72 percent and so this is a medical science liaison a technical sales representative and a marketing specialist and this is funny because I've been in sales before and I'm actually I'm, I wouldn't say that I'm the best at it but it interests me enough that I would go back into sales if I found something that I was really passionate about um, selling for someone or to someone and then the marketing specialist actually I have been in marketing for this is November for about 10 months going on 11 months now and I find it fascinating and so this is actually where I've been putting a lot of my my, my own time learning more about how it works and getting better at understanding it and then being able to apply it and then do some of these things for other people. So right now in the middle of connecting with um, people who are in marketing also and have their different other areas of strengths that complement mine so that we can help doctors in the area or other health professionals with their marketing. So that is, if you see me on LinkedIn, it will say, you know, medical marketing and that that's what I'm doing because I actually find that very interesting and also it's something that I can do from the comfort of my own home, which then is for me a high value, so that's why this is a really good fit for me at this time. Those are my top three and I'm not going to read them all because it gives you an entire list of categories, but I did want to just point out, so clinical practice, although I absolutely love working with patients and I found a specialty that I I really just felt very strongly about and that I could be really effective in it and that was ophthalmology because there was some different in terms of like interest in terms of uh, value clashes that was me trying to stay in a fixed position and not just live in a space where it was something was the best fit for me so the clinical practice for me is out of all of these it's number six in the list clinicians such as genetics counselor therapist physician my skills matches at 79 percent interest matches at 67 percent so that is actually relatively low i have some others that go you know really low interest and in like 35 and 50 for skills match but but considering how high the others were this is a relatively low match for me but having not done this, having not had access to a career counselor, that meant that I really just, I didn't know any better. Because I was interested in it, I thought it would be the best fit for me and I pursued it really hard. This is just 
an example of how it will be okay if things are changing as you go throughout your career and you will find a spot that's good for you. But with a resource like my IDP, you can do that so much faster. So if I'd been able to find something like this when I was in high school trying to decide what to do for um, college or in college and you know having these conversations with people and really feeling like it's one thing but if I had seen something like this who knows perhaps that would have helped me to make better decisions in terms of fits for myself or as an individual although to keep in mind over time your your interests might change so it would be something maybe you want to check in if you're in high school, you check it, but then in college, as you go through and expose to other things, you might want to see if that has changed at all. Or if you are interested in something else, or you look at the list again, you're like, oh, I didn't even think about this thing. If I looked at this at any if I looked at this, because I actually did this when I was interning at the NIH, so that was over a year and a half ago. I didn't even see marketing specialists. It wasn't even on my radar. But when I started to get exposed to marketing, now I come back and I look at the list, it makes so much sense. So just give everything a chance. And so what, where you go from there, if you, you were like, okay, I have no idea. Now you've shown me even more things that I would be good at. So where do I go from here? How do I narrow that down and really know whether or not something's going to be a good fit for me? Excellent question. Glad you asked. When you go and you figure out, okay, um, these are like my top three or these are my top five and I want to explore these a little more and see how well they can fit me, the next step then in this, in this exploration would be to do what are known as informational interviews. Informational interviews are basically a way for you to get information from the horse's mouth. We all know that people want for you to come onto the job having already had experience in these areas, but you can't really get experience until you have the degree, and then but what if you choose the degree first and then it's not the right fit for the job? Okay, so how do we get around this really oxymoronic scenario, this rock in the hard place catch-22 that society has us in? You can use LinkedIn as a way to find people who are in these career areas, or these career paths that you're interested in. This is not you asking for a job. This is you trying to find out whether or not a career or a path or is going to be a good fit for you. You find people who are in these areas and you just uh, send a connect message, say, hey, I'm, I'm just wanting to connect with you because I wanted to find out if I can interview you about the position you're in now. So you can ask things like what their current position is, how they got into the field, what are some long-term opportunities in that field, what are some professional societies related to that field, because you do not need to have experience in order to get into some of the professional society meetings. Perhaps you can go as a student. So you can go to these professional society meetings and even meet more people and get a better sense of what this career offers, what the lifestyle is like, and then you can have a, a more complete picture of whether or not this would be something that is worth you investing time 
energy and money in to prepare yourself for in terms of a career. Remember, you're choosing a career, but one size doesn't fit all. And you might have different sizes that fit you on different parts of your career journey. So you may have a good fit at the beginning of your career that might not be a fit towards the end of your career because there are some different skills that you are that you are improving over time or that you're no longer interested in using. And, and these can be variety, whether they are your science or technical or engineering or math skills, your, your verbal communication, your written communication, teaching and mentoring skills, your leadership. And so just have how much you have explored your career already, different things like that whether you have the confidence to go through what it is or the competence that you need, whether you're looking for direction or support or you want to be independent, all of these are going to affect what it is that you can and will do at various points in your career. I hope that you have found this helpful information and if so, please, please, please comment. Uh, that is really important right now that we get this information in front of people who really need it. So if you're, if this is something that either you thought was helpful for you, thought would be helpful for someone else, please make sure that you comment. And if it's something that has brought up another question for you, go ahead, leave that question in the comments so that I know that it's a topic that will be of service to you in the future. May love and light be in your life today and always. If you are an amazing yet underrepresented woman of science, technology, engineering, or math, or you know one, please send an interview request or referral to the link in the description, calendly.com forward slash Shannon hyphen toot forward slash science hyphen sisters. That's calendly, C-A-L-E-N-D-L-Y dot com forward slash Shannon, S-H-E-N-A-N hyphen toot t-o-o-t-e forward slash science hyphen sisters with an s